What's up, cool Saved Chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. What up, ladies? <laughs> what's up? I couldn't tell if I wanted to say y'all or ladies. <laughs> What's up? 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 Okay. <laughs> what's happening? All right, y'all. Oh, Lord. What's up? What's up? Hey, what's y'all. Y'all ratchet hey. on today. Hey. So, y'all know relationships can be complicated. Can they? But I think one of the most complicated relationships out there are your relationships with your ex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. about it because um i'm gonna say what what can i say about them about exes or about <laughs> about them about them exes but no i will say that for me uh, my relationships with my exes I, I, it's not that bad hmm. but it it brings me back to a conversation that we had um together and we even said it on one of our podcasts about you know how do we handle our exes and like what does that look like once right. you break up in a you know and like getting over them and uh, getting over them and things of that sort and um there was something that you said that you know i definitely do wholeheartedly 100 percent, and that is ghosting oh, um, yeah. i become casper real <laughs> quick caspicia <laughs> you can call me caspicia because you will not find me <laughs> <laughs> I'll be gone. Um, and so uh, that's just my strategy. I just, if, and, and honestly, I do make the disclaimer to the guys. I say, you know, I just want you to know that. Wait a minute. I do. I'm not going to lie. I say, I just want you to know that when we say we're done, we done. I'm done. Done. When, when does the disclaimer happen? Does it happen like in it the beginning happens, or no? At it, the end. Yeah, it happens like close to the end. So that's literally like the warning. Like like we're getting to we're getting to a place where one of us. Is Denisa, why you look up. confused? Yeah. I don't know. I, I you just know, think it's you be in a relationship and then like you get in a fight and then you know that little period of time after the fight where it's like there's a possibility. Did it could work out? And it kind of go like, oh, so you don't think I'm going to leave, huh? Right. That's why I, if you, if somebody, I feel like if you say that in the middle of an argument or, you know, something, is it, I guess it's worth the validity, but I guess it's because you actually do go. So yeah, then, I do go. Yeah. There's I, a warning. I just I be go. by. You, you don't warn. Mm-mm. Okay. See? We'll see. But I also am not in the situation where you guys have exes. I'm not in the committed, you know, okay, sense. Okay, so I'm not okay. obligated to say anything. So that's a good key. If we're giving keys out today, key number one is you cannot talk about getting over an ex that wasn't actually an ex, an ex? An ex? Yeah. is that true i don't know oh, no no, no i'm not saying that i'm just saying like the disclaimer portion when you were saying because I, I was saying when does it happen you know I if you're just talking to somebody i don't really think no no yeah. no no not, yeah, not oh, that's that's nothing. yeah you don't owe right, right. that's, that's what i'm saying i'm not saying absolutely if you're in a committed situation that you don't yeah. say anything that's not what I'm but saying. i'm saying if this person has called you their girlfriend at one point in time and yeah. you call them your boyfriend you owe them something you owe them something um, and so for me, it was, mm, now that I think about it, um, the way that I broke up with my exes were either telephone or text message. So was, I didn't even do an in-person thing. And it's like, mm. after that, I just, I vanish. And that's just my strategy. Um, <laughs> reason being, um, I don't have time for these men. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But just kidding. But reason being is that I feel like, you know, what is there to talk about? Like we're, we're, we've broken up. Um, and I know, I, I know you do. 
I know you do. And, what, and what did Denise say? She said she has questions, but I know you have questions. But my thing is, is that you know, in in the in when we were in a relationship, <laughs> yes, right. My thing is, is that I've already kind of addressed my concerns or I've already addressed reasons as to why things were leading to an end. Okay. Right. And I know that, and I'm going to be honest, there are some times where in my process of vanishing that, um, I, well, it's not even a process. It kind of just happens overnight. But once I vanished, um, there is a time where I do, I do seek for closure, but how long after do you seek for closure? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, vanish first, then seek closure? Right, because you don't deserve closure. I, I know this. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I know that. That's why I never get it. So I know that, you know. Oh but I think, I think it's not a time. I think it's a feeling. So like there are like several feelings that I'll go through or emotions that I'll mm-hmm. go through. And I'll be like, dang, I, could, I wish I could have got closure on that. I, you know, I really wish I could have understood this. Not why this happened. That. Yeah. But um, go ahead and ask your question. No, you did. You answered my question. I was going to say, is there ever a some type of dialogue centered around, okay, I'm not really comfortable with this. If this doesn't change, then this is where I'm at with it. Is there an opportunity for that person to hear you out and make adjustments as well as are there opportunities for you to make adjustments to what they say? That's a lot of questions. Or, you know, but she answered it. She yeah. said there was dialogue. Got yeah, it. honestly, it's not for me. It's it's not as much as it should be. It's kind of a thing of like, mm, you just messed up. Yeah. Are we and in the same space? No. Okay. Good. No, I'm not. I'm very much so a better communi- communicator than what I was in the past. Um, and I'm not going to say everything was on them. I, I let's be fair, you know, in a relationship or e- even in any type of narrative concerning a relationship, you have your side, you have their side, and then you have the truth. Right. And so for me, it's like, I have to be honest. There are some things in, you know, in my past relationships that I didn't necessarily do right. Um, and I'll never That's forget. Honest. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, of course, I mean, I don't want to slide in the DMs and out me. I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, I, there were some things I was just very, I want to say immature about. Okay. Um, and I think that's a testament, even just how I dealt with the whole breaking up situation. I break up with you and I'm gone, you know? Yeah. Um, that was immature, but, um, I don't, I, yeah, right. So I see, uh, I see your face Sade and I kind of agree with it because I'm, I'm split now because I, I oftentimes ask myself the question. I say, you know, if I was in a relationship or, you know, whenever that time comes and God forbid, you know, I'm in a relationship that breaks up. That is not something that I'm wishing for, you know, ever anymore. Um, but God forbid, if I ever was in that position again, would I handle it where I would just completely vanish again? And I think for me, I would be a better communicator in saying this is what's about to happen, but I'm still going to vanish. And the reason <laughs> <laughs> the reason being is because I cannot I am very much so when I am in a relationship with someone, I am very much so attached. Yeah. Right. Like I'm, I'm very much so invested in, you know, you and I, especially it takes me a lot to say that. Oh, you, I even you yes. even want to be. Yeah, I right. get that. I right. Get that. I mean, like, y'all know me. It takes me a lot for me to even say I like you, mm-hmm. you know. And so if I get to a position where I'm actually being honest and transparent with you to say that I like you, I have to be very abrupt in detaching myself from you. Otherwise, I will find myself going through 
um, routines that we're going to discuss later on. Um, that ultimately will find you back in a position of like that gray area, that gray and, and shout out to Jonathan McReynolds, but we're not going to have no gray. It's not going to be any gray in this particular situation for sure. So Mm -hmm. how y'all feel about it? I mean, when it comes to exes, I'm, I'm somewhat with Lauren for the most part where I ghost people. Um, is it before or after closure or you just don't care about closure? Um, it's been so long. Uh, I know that's right. <laughs> no flex. No flex. Um, from I'm trying to think. From what I remember, if it's a relationship, that means that like I care and like my heart's there. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, there was always like the closure part for me was when we were kind of going back and forth about like whatever the issue was that led to like the relationship ending. Mm-hmm. And I think once I knew for sure the relationship was over, then for me, it was like, then I ghosted. So I had closure as to like why the relation end- relationship ended. I would have been vocal about like, you did this and I just don't feel like, you know, it's getting any better or right. whatever. Um, and then I, I go into ghost mode. And what ghost mode meant for me was I usually block your number. Mm-hmm. Um, I delete all text threads. I delete all photos. I am follow on all social mediums. And then usually, depending on the relationship, if I only know people through you, I'll unfollow those people too. Oh, wow. Thorough. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're also like, unless I have a a personal relationship relationship with with the person after Mm -hmm. that relationship, then I typically unfollow, you know, all of the people who I know would potentially be posting your stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was typically my process and it, it worked. And the crazy part about it is like two or three years later after I ghost you, I'll like refollow you. Now that's odd, but that'll be it. It's Why odd. is that odd? What's the need? I feel like if you go two or three years and you've completely removed yourself from any people that are or any person that's important to them, what's the fo- why is the follow up? What's the need to think, see or connect or be involved with them? I think for me, it's always been like a like an organic happening. So like two, three years later, after I break up with a person, I either run into them or okay. uh, we're in the same place at the same time, and we like. At that point, it's like so much time has passed, yes. so it's no bad blessing. So it's like, oh, how you doing? How your mama doing? Da 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 da. What have you been up to? Da 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 da. And then usually after that encounter, either one, either they'll follow me back, and I and I, you know, follow them back because they refollow me, or I'll follow them just off of like whatever. Because it's like at that point, it's like I don't have any more feelings for you. Um, but if we were in a relationship at some point, we had to be friends in some space and time. So I end up friending them back because at that point, it's like that's all it is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an important thing to like mention is the follow up period, because that is definitely a real thing. In it is because if you're too soon, yeah. it's too, you know, yeah, that's true. That's know? a good yeah. point, Denise. It's, it's like if, you, if you're too soon, you'll find yourself back, you know, doing mm-hmm. something with the person. But I, I definitely feel like that is a real conversation. It's like the follow up and like, how do you address that? Or me personally, I guess my biggest question is, um, why do you find yourself wanting to follow up? Right? I never wanted. My always have run into a person, but it may not be you. But I'm talking about like oh, different, just you know, different in people, the situation. Period. Right. Like what? I don't triggers, like that. Now that I don't. Yeah. Get. What triggers? What triggers that emotion of wanting to follow up? 
life, I guess, major life events, I will say. Like, I know when I got married, there were a bunch of exes who reached out to me Hmm. saying, like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for you. Congratulations. Like, so I think sometimes it could be that, like, a major life event. They're good because I ain't doing that. I mean, yeah. Me neither. It's from a distance. And if we are social media friends, I might just double tap and like. That's it. I don't know. But I'm not reaching out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've definitely had that recently happen to me where it's just, you know, I had um, someone reach out to me that I was, you know, once, uh, I guess I was once their girlfriend. Or not, I guess. I was definitely their girlfriend. Um, what is happening? I know. I just, it's just, it's a lot I'm trying to process. <laughs> I get it. It's like, you don't want to admit it. Like, yeah. I mean, it, I'm like, I'm married now. I never dated none of y'all. I know that's right. That's going to be me. <laughs> Yeah. I ain't got no Same. exes. Same. I ain't got no exes. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Exactly. But I mean, for me, I was so proud of myself because um, prior to, I believe, had that person, had that person reached out to me two years ago, I would have been in a different space. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, how you doing? Okay. Oh, what's your number? I love that she said that. <laughs> I know. I appreciate yeah, that. You know, but like at that moment, I was just like, of course, I, I'm the type of girl that when I get the message, I'm just like, why are you contacting me? That's number one. And then after that, it was just, I felt my spirit being like, but why, what's the reason behind? What's the reason? What is the reason? <laughs> I was just trying to figure out what would be the reason behind me opening up a level of communication with this person mm-hmm. again. And I couldn't find one. Okay. And so I was just, you know, at that moment I was just honest and was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually not interested in talking. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of went on about my day. I think that when you mentioned that, I think it's, and I know the title of this is called the X files. I think that goes into where, where you file that X at mm-hmm. what category is this? The absolutely heck. No, I would never talk to you again. If it, is this a, we really didn't end on bad terms and you're my friend. I have a connection with right. you, you know, like where, at what category or what space? Um, I have some friends that, you know, kicking and talk to their ex because they were actual friends before they started. I dating. don't condone none They're, of that. Yeah. I agree. Personally. I agree, but I think it. What you what you got to say, Ayana? I ain't doing none of that. I'm sorry. Like I, what y'all said about ghosting, I'm like, I feel you. I ain't doing yeah. none of that. I ain't. I'm not ghosting anymore. I'm the I mean, queen of ghosting, but that was not in a relationship. I mean, to that, Denise, that wasn't me. To to your point, Denise, there's a, honestly, and I've vo- I've voiced this, you know, time and time again here on this platform. I didn't have a bad experience with my exes. Yeah. Like I don't either. Yeah, I, I no, really I don't. Still want yeah, me. it's not that Period. you do. I just don't like when people be like they friends with they exes. But that, that's like, the point. That's the point that I'm trying to or get how? to. Well, that's see, that's the point I'm trying to get to, right? <laughs> because I feel like I I can definitely understand what Denise is saying because there was one particular ex. He and I had been friends for so long mm-hmm. and stupidly decided to date right oh, and of course gotcha. when you start to date it automatically changes, changes the relationship yep. automatically changes the relationship and alone. so because he and i had cherished what we had in our past right we cherished our level it's, of friendship you we're, try to go trying back. To, we're trying to make it work yeah. as friends and it, 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 it's so it's, hard to it it's is. not it's not working yeah. right yeah. and so at a certain point you have to be honest with yourself to say hey this isn't working like I loved you as my friend. You were a fantastic friend. Didn't work out in a relationship. And now us trying to get back to a friendship is just not working. Now, I've heard some people say that they can be friends with their ex. I just personally, I, it don't work for me. 
And I wish I could bring a new perspective into this platform where someone who has been successful in being a uh, what? <laughs> I wish I could, too, because I feel like all of us got the same thought kind of like. Mm. I, I find that interesting only because like, uh, you know, a situation about my past and I say, that, oh, you know, that was my friend, whatever. And you always say you can never be friends again. And I'd be like, no, oh, no. But you always position, I feel like when you position a question, it's like, oh, why can't you be friends with this person? So for me, it wasn't, I was in a relationship, but it was, we smashed, we had six, and that was my friend. <laughs> <The> smash. <laughs> Super smash. <laughs> you know, and then it altered the friendship. So we can't really, although that's like my dog, that's my friend, it's hard to get back to that. So to, I'm just saying to hear you say, no, we can't be friends. But to hear you question me when I say that, it's hilarious. It's kind of like, hmm. Oh, wait, I question you? Yes. I question you why you guys can't be friends? Right. Really? Yes. I'm sorry. You and Rebecca. Really? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's 2021. Okay. I've changed, girl. Okay, cool, cool. 30 do that to you, you know? Oh, but, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> but I think, I think it did. For me, it did take a lot of maturing, and it yeah. took a lot of self-evaluating. I feel like uh, in the past, a lot of times I put, and it's so sad to say, but even after the breakup, I still put, the guy's feelings before mine. What do you mean? And what I mean by that is, it's mm. like, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings by not answering your call. Mm. Or I don't want to make you feel some type of way by blocking you on social media. Or, you know, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to offend you if I don't, if I don't answer or if I don't, you know, if I don't reply or respond the way I once did. Mm-hmm. And in the back end, I'm, I'm portraying this to this guy, but on the back end, I'm miserable inside because right. it's like, I'd rather not do that mm-hmm. because in all, in all honesty, it's hindering my healing. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I realize is like, anytime you're going through a breakup, even, even if it was good, because like I said, I didn't have an awful breakup, right. but there's still a healing process, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's still things that I have to look at to say, Hey, Lauren, you were, you did, you didn't do too great in that. Or you, you fell short in that. Or you settled for this. And you settled for that. But if I'm constantly dealing with the same person that reminded me of those failures, then it's just like, how in the heck can I ever heal? Mm-hmm. And so I had to literally get into a position. That's why I said, I, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. But I really am sorry if I, you know, I don't even remember doing that. But I I, I, I believe that I did because you do. You're really good at reminding me of stuff that I do. But, <laughs> but you know, I apologize for that because I mean, now that I look at the bigger picture and looking at things, you know, in in, in all different angles, in the end, it is up to you. In the end, it's about your healing and how to how are you best handling mm-hmm. a breakup situation or how are you best fouling this ex Mm -hmm. you know and you have to foul when you're fouling your ex away it's not just fouling him to one day pull up right and pull the foul off for receipt and then you know yeah 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 yeah. it's it's not that when you're ultimately fouling something away it's like you're fouling it away so that you can move on for bigger and better Mm -hmm. things yeah you know and and for me it's like i had to realize that i had to realize that it's not, it's no longer about, it was never about them. It's all, it's always been about me. And had I realized that from the jump, maybe I wouldn't even been in a position where I even allowed for myself to even be in a relationship with these individuals, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's just, I mean, that's kind of like, I know we're going to go to a break or whatever, but I mean, that's just something that I, I wanted to kind of like touch on in the beginning. It's just that, you know, Understand that even in a breakup period, it's it's never about the guy. It's always about you, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. we, we talk about this all the time about like your worth and understanding your worth. 
But I think that's easier said a lot of times than done mm, because you can say I understand my worth, but I I tell people I say you have to put a you have to put a description behind it. Mm-hmm. You can't just say I understand my worth. You have to say I understand my worth because I deserve this mm-hmm. or okay. I deserve that. So we'll come back. All right, take a break and we'll be right back. Save Girl Secrets is brought to you by Feed Her. Head over to www.feedher.co for more information. Hey, Secret Sisters, it's your girl Day with some Monday motivation. Uh, today's quote says, I am a lot to handle, but I am also a lot to lose. So jot that down. And we just want to motivate you to realize what you're worth, what you bring to the table and understanding that in a relationship, it's not always going to be easy and sunflowers and rainbows, but understanding that you do bring something to the table and don't ever settle for what somebody says you aren't understand and have faith and be proud in all that you are and anyone willing to risk that um, by not being who it is that you should be with from a worth standpoint understand that it's okay to lose them and to move on and get what it is that God has for you be blessed all right ladies we're back yeah, and I wanted to um, pick right back up where we left off. Okay. You know, typically after the break, we kind of like switch gears. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lauren was kind of hitting real hard on some points. Uh, and I kind of just wanted your perspective or you to follow up. Like initially you ended with worth, right? right. You were saying uh, put a description behind worth, know the worth. And what does that look like? Because I think sometimes, you know, when you're in this situation and just to your point, you don't really put a, a, a label on what your worth is or what it looks like for you to say, I can continue being in this relationship or these are, you know, flags that let me know that my worth is more than this and I need to lead the situation. Honestly, I think it's like a two-part answer, right? Because I feel like, number one, it looks like the word. Like, what does the word say about you? And what has God said about you? And what is his promises for you? Mm -hmm. That's number one. And then I think, number two, we overthink what our worth is. Our worth is, it is literally who we are as a person. It is what you desire on your daily daily Mm -hmm. basis. If you desire to have food catered to you, then you're worth it. If you desire for someone to pump your gas, then you're worth it. And honestly, you you may think that it's like, those are small things. But that is, yeah, they're very... Very practical. And that's the desire that God has given you. And so I feel like don't ignore it. Don't think that you're not worthy of those things. Or if they think they're tertiary things, don't don't think that you're not worthy. <laughs> tertiary? I'm about to Google that real quick. But I mean, don't don't think that, that don't think that you're not worth those things. You're worth it. And and I feel like for me, that's that was the hang up. The hang up was that I remember with one ex, it was opening my door like, you know, I I like it when a guy opens my door. And when I started dating this guy, he did not like opening my door. And he would do everything else, but dude would not open my door. And Daddy, I was, y'all talked about it and he was just like, that ain't me? Or Actually, we didn't. So that's why mm. I said I used to be kind of like mute about things. I was like, well, you know, well, he, I guess he just... That's he, just not what he does. Yeah. Did, and, go ahead. No, did you feel like you couldn't say it? Or do you feel like you were asking for too much? I what felt, was your process of I not saying I felt like... 
I could have said it, but I felt like I was already saying a lot. <laughs> I'm okay. being honest. I feel like I'm already having to tell you right. too many things. I know. Like, I felt like I was just like, okay, here we go again. Right. So, we already at Z. We're going right. to circle right back to A. If and I, I wanted to do, I wanted to do it, in, you know, I wanted to do it in moderation. I didn't want to throw everything. You want to give him a list. Yeah, at one time. But I mean, in the end, I still, I ended up like suffering because it just wasn't. You weren't doing what, you know, I prefer for you to do. And that's so good. I think I think what you're touching on is so good because it's about like how two people are together, but you don't like the person that you're with. Ooh. It's like you don't like anything about the things that they do. (laughs) I'm serious. (laughs) Like and and it's it's funny because you hear people like, Oh, well, he don't do this and he don't do this and I wish he would do this and I wish he would do that. And it's like, Well, is that the person that you should be with? I remember I have a friend who's married now. I'm so happy for him. Um, but before he was married to his wife, he was dating this girl who like didn't like the way that he dressed. And she didn't like the way that he talked or the like the slang and the words that she that he used. She didn't like his job. She didn't like that he was like super eclectic. Like she didn't like things about him. him. Right. That were Why him. Right. That him. made him who he was. Exactly. And I feel like there are a lot of times where men and women are together and it's like, you like the idea of a person. Right. You may like the way that they look and you may like the way that they most of the time carry themselves. But when you drill down to like character and morals and values and they're not aligned, it's like, you really don't like this person. Right. And I think that that's so important in relationships. I feel like that's a hard conclusion to come to, right? Yeah. Because you you ask yourself, I, I don't like him because he don't open my door. That just sound that sounds uh, crazy. But you it's have so, I get, you I get see, what you're saying. But you see what I'm I saying? Get it. I mean, that sounds crazy to tell somebody I don't like him because he doesn't open my door. But it's, but it's more than but that. If, but if he don't it's open a your door, what else is he not doing? Right. That's the bigger picture, and right? If you get married, but I feel like I, that's what I said. I feel like. We're getting talking about lost in the sauce again. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I believe I believe that's that's an issue because I feel like a lot of times you just get caught up in this little what seems to you as a little thing, but behind mm-hmm. that little thing is something greater. Mm-hmm. Because to what you were saying, Day, you think it's a standard. That's pretty much what you're asking them mm-hmm. to to value the standard that you have concerning yourself. Yeah. And with, uh, within that umbrella of standard, it may be opening door. It may be taking out my trash, maybe pumping my gas, but that's a part of the standard. Right? right. And so I feel like sometimes we lose sight of the standard. And I mean, behind that standard is an even bigger thing when it comes to what you value. So when you list the things that you just listed, the value is a man who is attentive to the needs of whoever he's with. Yeah. And so it's like, it's not that I don't like that you don't open my door and it's not that I don't like that you don't pump my gas and it's not that I don't like that you don't, I don't remember the last thing you said, but it's that I don't like that you are not attentive to my needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for some women who are, who are fiercely independent, they might, they may not need a man who's attentive to their needs. They may be like, you know, so long as, you know, I can do all those things myself so long as you come to the table with this. Mm-hmm. But for some women, if you know that that is a very high standard that you hold like i want a man who is attentive to my needs so to that point i'm glad that you said a woman in her independence and seriously i was literally about right. to put that in our to talk about yeah i i'm i appreciate you saying that because i i feel like me personally i am very much so a woman that is forced to be very independent i have to be independent concerning a lot of things concerning lauren's life and so that's why to me when it comes to small things like you know, an opening or what you say, being attentive to my needs, you know, you put it underneath that big category. That's why I was like, man, that's like, that's 
least you could do. You know, and I don't want to put it like that, but that's how you feel. That's how I feel because I'm like I'm already doing a lot. It's a lot of things. I can, of course, I can open my door. Of course, I can pump my gas. But, but if it's that's a your way. Standard. There's nothing wrong with your standard. Right. right. But I'm like, but there, it's a way that you make me feel when you do it. And that that is me, first of all, being honest yeah. and being transparent with a guy or whoever I'll be with to say, hey, it does something to me when you open my door. And that may and be an opportunity my, you didn't for get the to conversation. That right. Because you never communicated it. That's true. But I didn't know. For That's what I'm saying. And like, I mean, and that's fair. That was that was a minute ago. So for you, it's like back then you didn't know. Like, right. hey, I could have communicated this and I could have right. done I could have fixed the issue. Yeah. That's been a run. And that's what I've also noticed from the beginning of the conversation is that you have acknowledged, you know, my communication skills. Yeah. That's something trash. that, you know, right. At some points I was very immature. And yeah. I realized now that that's what I work. And you know, what's crazy. Mm-hmm. The guy said it. And I was like, oh, no, you didn't just stop, you know, call you to the carpet. <laughs> right. And because I mean, at that point in time, he and I was just kind of going back and forth. And by you saying that and I felt it, I was just like, oh, he just hit a button. Right. <laughs> You know, he so, says you weren't a good communicator. No, he didn't say. He was like, Lauren, I feel like a lot of things is just you're not being mature about it. It's just I was like, oh no, you didn't just say that I wasn't, and I was young then. Of course. So I, of course, even in me being in the moment of not even taking in what the boy just said and being like, oh no, you did. That was still immature. But it was just like it was a lot of growing up I had to right. do. And, and like I said, it wasn't just him. It was me. It was both of us together. But I think that kind of goes back to a conversation we were saying, too, about timing, right? Because if you hop into relationships, yeah, that could have been your person. But if you hop into a relationship and it's not within the right time, then you're going to find yourself in those situations where now you're going to have to dangle and foul them away because you done messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do y'all think in terms of, like, getting over an ex? Like, what are ways that you can, like, move on from a relationship outside of ghosting because ghosting isn't really getting over mm-hmm. it's unhealthy yeah. I, I wouldn't call ghosting unhealthy i think it is i don't think it's unhealthy i think it's the the way you put it um when it comes to like there's different levels of ghosting right like y'all are t- the professional ghoster says it's unhealthy i hear y'all but i don't think it's fair to the person no, to that, that's why I'm saying it's like it's different Child. levels. It could be like I feel like ghosting presents an opportunity I for like, it to come back up again. I that's all. Like, but I'm saying it could be like partial ghosting. I feel like yeah. a good word for ghosting is called boundaries. Exactly. No, that's what that I'm is saying. not an exactly. That is not exactly. No, but that's what I mean. Like why is boundaries. It? Yes. Because you create the boundaries before you ghost. What are you talking about? Ghosting is a boundary. Okay, next. Okay. I like what you said, though, Denisa. I, I think what she said, and we kind of hopped over it, but she said you when you ghost, and I do believe that is true. When you ghost, you leave an opportunity for the door to be opened again. Well, well, maybe I don't, I don't ghost. I believe that. Because it's over. It's, it, we express that it's we over. But well, then, then I'm that's done. not ghosting then. Okay, well, I ain't ghost. See what I'm saying? Like, if you have said, okay, you know what? I'm done. Not you're a, done. That's not ghosting. I used to ghost. But in my, in my, in my early years, I would ghost. But I think in the in the serious relationships I had, I built boundaries after where it's like, I won't see you. I want to hear from you. We ain't got nothing to kiki about. Which I agree with. I'm so good. you communicated those boundaries before you set them? Um, 
I don't think I told them. Oh, like, that's a great question. I don't think I ever said, "Oh, I'm about to block you and delete it's all your not, photos." You don't even have to say. You don't even have to say that. You could just say, "Hey, I just want to let you know that you know I'm moving on." Know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of broad, but I feel like for me, if if God forbid I was ever in that situation again, I would say that, "Hey, I just want to let you know that my process in a breakup period is that I set boundaries, and as a part of my boundary." I am going to um, disconnect myself with any level of communication with you, um, you know, from this point on. I don't think I've ever said it that eloquently. <laughs> it, just, it just rolled out. I was over here like, okay. But I had. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all I done grew up. <laughs> I mean, I ain't never said it that eloquently, but it was no knowledge that like, okay, we've broken up and this is where it's going from here. So, yeah, I think that's the first step. Like, ain't yeah. nothing wrong with saying, hey. Now we've broken up. Let's take our time. Let's keep yeah. our. Day. I but agree I think, with that. I just don't think know. that's good. That's what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, I, 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 I do agree with levels. What, I agree right. with what Denisa said. I like what you said because I feel like if you do communicate that, if they try to reach out to you for a follow up. In the back of their mind, they should think of the fact that you said right. that, that you were this, disconnected. This think your... for me, like ghosting was like a level up. It was a ha ha. I'm a blocky, so you ain't gonna have no peace. I'm gonna have peace about the situation. You gonna want to reach out and talk, but you can't do oh, nothing. No. That's kind of like petty. That's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was my stance anyway. Okay, that's so you looking me. at the petty ghosting, right? Okay. Which I was petty queen ghost. of. <laughs> Lord. Well, so how do you get over your ex? What are ways that y'all have done that? It's like a morning. It's like a phase. Well, from my experience, mm-hmm. it was, you know, in the beginning, it was, I'm right. Da, 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 da. Then it was, a, you know, being angry. Mm-hmm. Then it was a sadness. It was, it was, it's like the, the morning will. Because mm-hmm. literally, this is someone who, uh, and I'm talking about from years ago. Because, yeah. Either way, it's like a, like a wheel. And I experienced these emotions on a wheel. When I come back down from that wheel, I realize, I'm actually done with this. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be a round two of me looping myself back in. Through the wheel. Right. And carrying myself through these emotions and these memories and looking at pictures and doing all this other stuff. It's like, once I get off this ride, your girl is done. There's no standing back in line to get on again. Mm. Yeah. For, for me, it's 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 somewhat similar. Um, I definitely disconnect myself from the person mm-hmm. um and in the space that i am that is something that i do immediately yeah um in a previous space i would be very lag about doing that like maybe one week i'll unfriend them or maybe one you know but now i'm just like no i kind of have do to do it be, all at once yeah, i have to do it all at once as far as me as well i i remember in a past relationship I had a lot of people telling me I was not like myself, like I wasn't mm. acting like myself. And it, it was the relationship where y'all said I went ghost at church. And y'all know mm. I love church. So that was even a testament to about, you know, how I was kind of tapping mm-hmm. out of who I was as a person. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, after that breakup, I actually went to people who had come to me and told me that I was not acting like myself and ask them how did I look from their point of view when Mm -hmm. I was in that relationship Mm -hmm. because that way it gives me an idea of what I looked like I think I was so close to the person and so involved in the relationship that I couldn't see any of that right yeah and then when they brought things back to my remembrance and you know told me you know how my character kind of changed in this or that it definitely made me realize that ah man like man, I didn't, can't believe I did that. You know, right. like I can't believe I was acting like that. But it made me aware in the future that, you know, 
if ever, God forbid, I start to act that way to get back aligned to myself or to be honest with the person and say, hey, I don't like it when you do that right. because it potentially can change me from who I am. And I'm not interested in doing that. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was a really big exercise for me because with that person, he was around more people than I have ever exposed mm-hmm. to anybody. So it was a lot of people to go back to to be like, hey, what you thought right. or what you thought. Um, and to be honest, for me, I'm so used to getting it right. It was very embarrassing because it was like, dang, did I really? Right. I the one like time that? I bring you around or the one time yeah, I do this. Right. Or? And it's like, that's why for me, I'm so in just being transparent. That's why I'm so um, I'm so focused on dating with intention, intention from this point on. You know, and I'm not I'm not interested in in dating a guy because to say I'm dating it doesn't that doesn't impress me anymore. Like I, at one point, I guess it did. And I, I if someone had asked me, I would have been like, no, like, no, that, you know, I'm not that person. But I was because I was settling. I love that. You know, and that. so now I'm just in a position where I'm just like, OK, whoever I'm with. You know, I want to make sure that there is godly intention, not just intention, but right. there is godly intention behind it. Um, and by doing that, it's just bringing back into my remembrance who I am, mm-hmm. what people said, how mm-hmm. people said I changed from past relationships um, and prayer. Yeah, I was literally going to say that. Yeah, so. just continuously. I, I mean, I pray about this stuff. And honestly, guys, I wasn't going to say it. But counseling. That's what I was thinking. I was going to say that that's too. That's good. Yep. Some stuff, it takes. That's good. Especially when you hit. Talking like, it out. You change. That's a different. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a deeper level. Yeah. That's Lauren. That is the role that Lauren's on right now. She's counseling. So, um, yeah. Yeah. There it is. And don't do no rebounds. Like, no. Nope. What is like, that? Like having like a rebound relationship. Oh, I know. That's what I, was like, that's what I knew what it was. But I was just like, oh, why, why would we do that? Yeah. Because yeah. some people do that to yeah. get over a relationship. No, you're absolutely I feel like right. that's what society says. To get over someone, you need to get under someone else. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. I definitely feel like for me, getting over exes in the past was very much what I said before. So creating boundaries, deleting, blocking. All of those things. Um, definitely counseling. I've definitely done counseling. And then um, what was the I was thinking of something. Oh, I I write. That's like yeah. something journaling for journaling me is really is big. So, you know, after relationships, I'd always kind of like almost write to the person, like everything that I would want to say. And even if, you know, I've never actually sent it to the person, but it's kind of like just getting it all out. So it's out of me and into another space. Um, So I feel like, you know, for me, that's always been important. And then self-care. Like, I think getting back to myself, Mm. um, you know, having time, being single, you know, like we said, not going into a rebound situation where, like, you go from one relationship to the next, Mm -hmm. but just having time, like, by yourself, I think is so important. So, I think that goes back to what we were saying earlier, too, about balance. It's just, you know, finding balance in your life. Yeah, for sure. Because you know what's crazy? When you start crazy. Doing, <laughs> when you start doing stuff like that, God get, literally gifts you with so much more. Like when I think about where I was in that relationship and how I didn't really have a whole lot of girlfriends. Mm. Like I got so many, you know, girlfriends right now that I love and adore and like, you know, y'all like family, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like God has just given me so much more by letting go of that one thing. You know, when you mm. let go, literally there's so much more that you can, you know, obtain. Absolutely. So 
And then even by creating those relationships, you have now you have a support system. Yeah. So if anybody hop in your DMs, you like, girl, this nigga just died. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you know, if you ain't got no support, <laughs> if you, no, for real, if you. Ain't got, well, <laughs> what? Because this is what we say. Ayana with the ratchet perspective. <laughs> but if you don't have no support, it easily sways you back into that's those true. previous relationships. So having that support, that's why it's important to have like-minded people around you who can definitely speak into your life and pray for you and pray with you and walk you through those processes. So. Yes. Yep. All right. Um, who has a scripture? Oh, I guess that's me. Do you have one already? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to be reading. If someone has another one, too, I definitely welcome that. But um, I'm going to be reading out of 2 Timothy 2.22, the message version. And it says, run away from infantile indulgence. Run away. Run after mature righteousness, faith, love, peace. Joining those who are in honest and serious prayer before God. Refuse to get involved in inane discussions. They always end up in fights. God's servants must not be argumentative, but a gentle listener and a teacher who keeps cool, working firmly, but patiently with those who refuse to obey. You never know how or when God might sober them up with a change of heart and a turning to the truth, enabling them to escape the devil's trap where they are caught and held captive, forced to run his errands. So I... I Pick this um this verse here because I personally love the beginning of it where it says run after mature righteousness faith love and peace and like the key word for me was mature maturity um that's like a huge word making sure you're in a mature space mm-hmm. to be able to receive um because then you can ultimately give if you're not able to receive you can't give nothing mm-hmm. but um if you're in a mature space you at least are looking i feel like you're at least looking at a bigger picture it is no longer about yourself you're open-minded um where you can receive righteousness faith love and peace so that was the main reason why i chose the scripture Awesome. And you said that was 2 Timothy... 2.22. 2.22. That was message version, right? Yes, it was. I was going to say, it was a little long. It was. You know, message... They, 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 they combined up. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Awesome. All right, ladies. Well, I know this week we're talking about the X-Files, but Lauren, uh, one of Lauren's favorite songs the is going to be our jam of the girl. week. Okay, yes. it's The X Factor uh-huh. by Lauren Hill. The infamous. So you get Lauren on Lauren this week. <laughs> yes. Lauren squared. So play it. We'll add it to our playlist. We hope you jot it down. The secret scripture again. It's Second Timothy. Yup. Two and twenty-two. Two, two, two. Awesome. Um, well, we want to thank you guys for tuning in with us this week. If you have an X file story, feel free to send it to us at Save Girl Secrets at gmail.com be sure to check us out on all podcast platforms leave uh what's those things called review a review <laughs> we love reviews feel free to leave us a review lauren don't five stars, five stars. you made a face you look like you don't know if you want that you said what's them things called oh yeah i was laughing at that what oh things what them things called um but yes leave us a review uh, make sure you're following us on social media uh, at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram as well as on Facebook and on Twitter. We love you guys. Good God bless you. Love and peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.